0: Welcome to the Defend the Ford podcast, brought to you by the Fort Hay State University Alumni Association. Hey, Tiger fans, wow, you've outdone yourself. The largest fundraising campaign in university history was a huge success. Not only did the Journey campaign reach their ambitious five-year goal of $100 million, they surpassed it by $12 million, and they couldn't have done it without all of you. So on behalf of Tiger Nation, thank you for your generosity and for changing the lives of deserving students at fort hayes state go
1: tigers it's time for tiger talk on the Tigers sports network tiger talk live from the golden queue in hayes the golden queue dining billiards and a whole lot more two blocks east of campus the golden queue if the game is on we're open tiger talk is also brought to you by these premier tiger sponsors golden belt bank of hayes and alice banking one story at a time the hayes med orthopedic institute expertise technology and compassion all right here adams brown strategic allies and cpas bti your john deere dealer in buckland great bend greensburg hoxie nest city and pratt BTI Our family in partnership with your family. The Taco Shop, dine in, carry out or delivery. You've never had it so good. GNL Tire and Automotive, complete automotive service and repair and tires for all driving needs. Get a good Monday afternoon. Welcome into Tiger Talk here on the
0: Tiger Sports Network. Gerard Wellbrock, joined by women's coach Tony Hobson, men's coach Mark Johnson, will be along here a little bit later as we talk some Fort Hays State. Basketball. We're live at the Golden Q, just two blocks east of campus. Certainly, we'd love to see you come out and and, and and join us for the program. You can always chime in with a question. You can go to the FHSU Athletics website, fhsuathletics.com. Click on Fan Zone to get that drop-down menu. And uh, there at the bottom, Ask the Coach. And if we use your question, you'll be in the running for a $25 gift certificate for some food here at the Golden Q. Of course, they have their brand- burger of the month. They always have a daily burger and uh, daily food and drink special, so stop on by. You can tell it's getting busier today. The students back in town. Classes start back up tomorrow here at the Golden Q. Well, good week for the four-day state women. A couple of big wins. They knocked off Northwest Missouri State at home last Wednesday, and then Saturday afternoon, a 13-point win at Missouri Western, and with that, we bring in the coach of the Tigers, Tony Hobson, and uh, congratulations. It it was a big win. Uh, Started off with Northwest, and then you had to go to St. Joe to play the Griffins. Two different styles. Uh, I think what number one, fewest points allowed in the conference by Northwest. Most points scored going into the game on Saturday by Western. And uh, uh, your team adapted well. Got two big victories for your team.
2: Well, we did. And, and uh, Northwest, especially, is kind of an upstart. I mean, they've you could kind of see it coming yeah. in the last few years. Like you thought, you saw improvement. The record wasn't. Any better, but the the players they had were, were a little better, and and they were playing people closer, and so you could kind of see it coming, and uh, they've kind of uh, taken that next step this year, and they're they're playing with a lot of enthusiasm and uh, excitement, and they're they're raring to go, and um, you can tell that, you know, if they hadn't won before, now that they're winning some, it's a lot more fun than losing, <laughs> yeah, and and they're all in. And what I have to battle with our team all the time is is just uh, it's complacency. You know, we've been ranked in the top ten for two straight years and top five all this year, and, and sometimes you get a complacency in your team that they think all they have to do is show up, mm-hmm. and we're going to, hey, we're ranked high, we're going to beat them. And we fight that. I think everybody does. Uh, I mean, that's why you see so many so many teams once they get up there g- get knocked off. You know, I mean it happens in in every level, men and women, uh, in the polls. So we just have to maintain uh, uh, our intensity and our excitement, enthusiasm about playing when these other when these teams come in because they remember the last time we played them and we handled them easily. And they're a different team; it's a different year. So uh, it was a good game, and I knew I knew they would be tough to to handle. I mean, they'd only lost two games up to that point, and um, posed us some difficulty uh, guarding the, the perimeter, and they were, and then they you catch them on a hot night, and you're going to have a close game. So I was, I was happy with with the outcome. Obviously, I didn't I didn't think we guarded particularly well, uh, but uh, Katie Wagner had a, another big game for us. Uh, Olivia was pretty good in there. Uh, Whitney Randall uh, had a had a good game. So. You know, we did enough to win and and, uh, move on. Well, you
0: did, and, and, you know, you coupled the two wins, and it was kind of separation week, if you will. You and Carney have been at the top. These two, Western and Northwest, have been, you know, you can see they're getting closer. They're hanging with you. Now you get a little bit of separation. Still a lot of basketball to play but uh, uh, it, it certainly sets up for an interesting uh, stretch run here as we get to mid-January. And as we know, man, you seem you get to this point of the season. It, it goes by fast. But uh, it was a big, big week to get a little separation from these uh, teams that are trying to contend and maybe knock you off the top spot.
2: Yeah, for sure. And it seems like every year you have you have, uh, say, four or five teams that are battling for that top spot. And you just want to be one of them. Um, <laughs> And us and Carney were in there last year, but now you see some new some new players. You know, Emporia State's not in there this year right now. Um, Central Missouri's lurking, but they're you know they're out a couple games, and 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 we play another one of them this this Thursday. Yeah. That's that's right there. So um, you just have to uh, you just have to try to maintain through this. Like you said, it's kind of the dog days. This January, middle of January to middle of February is a, a tough time. You play a lot of games. And you don't have time to change a lot of things, so you're, you just hope you're playing well. But our, our schedule is just uh, filled with, you know, with landmines. You know, <laughs> you, around every corner, beware, because you can get it. And, and we have two more games like that this week. And we still have road games at Central Oklahoma, Central Missouri, Kearney. Um, we've got so many games that if we aren't sharp, that that we'll get beat. That we really need to stay on top of it.
0: Oh, well, the Tigers got a couple of nice wins. We'll talk in more detail about the wins over Northwest and Missouri West when we come back. Tiger Talk is brought to you by GNL Tire and Automotive. Tires for all driving conditions and budgets, plus complete automotive service and repair. That's GNL Tire, just east of Eighth and Main. They're on the bricks in downtown Hayes. We'll take our first break and return to Tiger Talk with head coach Tony Hopson here on the Tiger Sports Network built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction.
3: It's finally here. The Fort Tavern and Patio Bar in downtown Hayes is now open. What is the Fort? Well, let's just say it's unlike anything in western Kansas. The entertainment is off the charts with axe throwing, duck pin bowling, virtual reality, games, food, and drinks, including a 30-tap self-pour beer wall. The Fort is a complete entertainment center. Kids and adults will love the experience. Now open, the Fort Tavern and Patio Bar, 109 West 7th, next to Defiance Brewing in downtown Hayes.
1: As an athlete, the one thing you dread most are injuries. They keep you from being the best you can be. That's why for sports injuries, area athletes rely on the Sports Injury Walk-In Clinic at Hayes Orthopedic Institute. The trained professionals in sports medicine get you diagnosed and on the road to recovery as quickly as possible. Open Monday and Thursday mornings, 8 to 9. The Sports Injury Walk-In Clinic at Hayes Orthopedic Institute will help you be your best. The Sports Injury Walk-In Clinic at Hayes Med, 785-261-7599. Keep your equipment running strong with BTI, your premier John Deere dealer. No cost service inspections are going on now. Get your machine repaired by a BTI certified technician and get one-year parts and labor warranty on installed parts. Plus, no payments and no interest until November of next year with BTI's multi-use account. Service for all, big and small. You can count on BTI. It's 2-1-2022 with approved credit with John Deere Financial. Some restrictions apply. See dealer for details.
2: Bringard Harris CPAs in Hayes and Garden City serve clients of all sizes. Our staff has enjoyed meeting many new clients in recent years. That's right. Our firm is growing because new clients appreciate the level of attention we provide. We work to understand the tax, accounting, and business problems faced by clients, and our experience allows us to find effective and efficient solutions. If you are stressed about tax accounting or business problems, come talk to us. Bernard Howard CPAs. We can help. We do that.
0: Geldman tried to drive on. Hobson, and threw it away. It's picked off by Randall. Here come the Tigers. Wagner to Bill Saver. Left-handed layup. Good. Another steal and a transition basket. Tigers by 10. Yeah, some of the action from Wednesday. Four-day state gets a nice Three-point win over Northwest Missouri State. Welcome back to Tiger Talk. It's brought to you by the Hayes Orthopedic Institute. Expertise, technology, and compassion. All right here. Hayes Orthopedic Institute, the official team physicians for four-day state athletics. We're live at the Golden Q here on this Monday talking some Tiger basketball. You win by three, and it's another one of those games. Boy, you talk about complacency. And don't you, think your team was complacent, but you get that you get that lead built up to double figures and you felt really good. And then all of a sudden, bam, mm-hmm. here come the Bearcats. And and then it was a, a game on there down the stretch. Uh, be nice to get that lead and then kind of maintain it and close it out. But it didn't happen. And it's tough against good teams. But uh, got a little tense there down down the stretch.
2: Well, it's it's tougher than it should be. Uh, we should be able to to hold on to those leads better. But we've we've got a. You know, there's there's a few reasons that it's that it's happening, and and one of them is we just we don't guard the three, uh, great. Um, we we missed some switches we should have made. We technically we weren't great defensively mm-hmm. um, on Thursday. I mean we've we've been much better. Uh, we didn't, you know, we didn't do what we talked about what we wanted to do. You know, at halftime we changed themself, and then we reverted right back to it, and get, and it result, I know it resulted in two of the threes that they made was just a mistake on our part we shouldn't have we shouldn't have double teamed in the post and we did and they kick it out for three and so you just uh you hope to try to eliminate more and more of those as the season goes along and um, that's that's what's causing these late little runs is defensively I, I don't think we're doing as good a job down that stretch as we should we should be a little tougher to score on
0: but you got the win, 63-60, to 60, made just enough plays uh, uh, down the stretch. And you mentioned Katie uh, uh, had another big game, 20 points, seven boards, five assists. Olivia had a, a double-figure scoring game. And it's an interesting matchup with these guys because they the way they use their guards, I mean, they back you down and they use it to kick out. And you get the night where they, I mean, they hit 10 threes. They were... And they had some open ones, but they had some well contested ones yeah. too. I mean, there's one of those games they were knocking it in, but the way they use their guards may be different than a lot of teams that you face.
2: Yeah, they're big, strong kids, and they back you down and and wait for the double, and then they're good passers to the perimeter, and that's that's their game. Their men, their men do exactly the same exactly. thing if you if you watch them. And you know he's he was the former player and assistant uh, in the men's program. So if you watch their men play, they do the same thing. They have. Uh, they have active kids that can get to the basket and back you down, and then they surround them with shooters. So if you go to help, um, you're at their mercy. You know they're going to whether they can make the shot or not. So you just have to uh, you you hope you have somebody that can guard those guys one on one as they're as they're backing you down. But sometimes you don't, and and uh, you make a mistake. So uh, like you said, we made enough plays to to beat them. And I'll tell you, the first half I thought we had some of the, I don't know if you call it pretty, but some of the prettiest fast break baskets that we've had in a long time. I mean, passes by four or five different people where the ball didn't even hit the floor and we're going full speed when we catch and finish. And, um, you know, you look at at our assist, uh, I don't know. It was about double 16, 17 and, and eight turnovers. It was just a Eighteen
0: and eight and eighteen assists yeah. on twenty three made baskets. Yeah,
2: so eighteen assists and eight turnovers and and uh you know we're just passing the ball really well. We do we do share it and we don't care who who shoots it. And and that's that's why that's happening. But I I really like that part of our game right now.
0: Well, it's interesting. I mean, you're, you're pressing a little bit more this year. I think you have a team that can do that. It's resulted in some of those things. But and as far as the transition goes, it doesn't matter where it starts, where it finishes, who's involved. We've seen it from everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, whoever starts the break, <laughs> maybe he's the middleman man and, and, and gets the finished product. It's, it's been fun to watch because it's uh, all those parts seem to be interchangeable right now.
2: Well, you have uh, Randall's just super at just sprinting the floor on the. She gets up floor as fast as anybody. Same with Dill Saver, and then you have uh, Wagner, who's a good distributor. She she's a good in the open court uh, for a four man as far as as making the pass. And then you have, you know, you have Jaden, who's a great passer over the top or, or wherever. And and uh, galliday's helped us out there too because she's a good passer. So you know, all it takes is two or three kids willing to. That can see the floor, and the rest of them that will just sprint. You know, and every once in a while, you're going to get uh, good shots just out of just out of effort and and getting up floor. Well, the Tigers get the win, 63 to 60,
0: and then another big showdown with Missouri Western, which we'll talk about when we return. Right now, we need to pause 10 seconds for station identification here on the Tiger Sports Network.
1: With a combination of Kaiser Liquor and Fort Hayes State Athletics, you're sure to be into something good. Kaiser Liquor and 14 KEYS
0: Hayes. Jared Welbrock, Tony Hobson back on Tiger Talk here from the Golden Q in Hayes. Good to have you with us on this Monday. We're going to take another break when we come back. We'll talk about that Missouri Western win and Coach kind of alluded to it. Another big week. Welcome to the MIAA. You get through a big week and that makes your next one maybe even a little bit bigger. We'll talk about Missouri Southern and Pittsburgh State who will be in Hayes Thursday and Saturday to take on the Tigers as we continue. Tiger Talk presented by BTI. Your John Deere dealer located in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Nest City, and Pratt. BTI, our family, in partnership with your family. More Tiger Talk after the break here on the Tiger Sports Network, built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction.
3: It's finally here. The Fort Tavern and Patio Bar in downtown Hayes is now open. What is the Fort? Well, let's just say it's unlike anything in western Kansas. The entertainment is off the charts with axe throwing, duck pin bowling, virtual reality, games, food, and drinks, including a 30-tap self-pour beer wall. The Fort is a complete entertainment center. Kids and adults will love the experience. Now open, the Fort Tavern and Patio Bar, 109 West 7th, next to Defiance Brewing in downtown Hayes. Nextech
1: business technology solutions are designed to drive client success. We define solutions to fit your business and physical and cyber security, managed IT, M365 and cloud phone. So call us up for a free network assessment or a dark web scan. Let's get started. Sign a qualifying deal and choose Apple AirPods Pro or an Apple Watch SE. Nextech, celebrating 70 years, a legacy of connectivity. Midwest Energy customers now have access to Customer Connect, a quick and easy way to see detailed energy usage online. Just visit www.mwenergy.com, log into your account, and click on the Customer Connect logo. Once logged in, you can set energy alerts for when your usage hits an amount you choose. You'll get an email notification, enabling you to better manage your energy usage. Midwest Energy, a customer-owned cooperative, making energy work for you.
2: Every day, you have the power to make your story better. To find purpose, let go of fears, enjoy more conveniences, take risks. At Golden Belt Bank, we're here to help every story we're a part of shine brighter. Let's write the next chapter together. This is banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank, one story at a time.
1: Visit goldenbeltbank.com, member FDIC.
0: Galladay drives, hands it off to West, dribbles across the lane. Now gets it in low. Rippers layup. Good by Salik. Oh, my goodness. What a ridiculous move by Salik who has eight. That was steal by Randall. 57-43. Whitney out high. Baseline Wagner. Down low to Salik. She lays it in. Back-to-back Salik buckets. 59-43. A 16-point lead for Fort Hayes State. Yeah, some of the action from Saturday in St. Joseph. The Tiger women win over uh, Missouri Western 674 to 61. They're now eight or nine and one in the conference, 14 and or 15 and one overall. Carney 14-2 and 9-1 and and tied for first. And you got a log jam of teams with three conference losses. Welcome back to Tiger Talk. It's brought to you by Adams Brown, where they do more than just run numbers and file tax returns. They work hard to become strategic allies. Adams Brown, strategic Strategic allies and CPAs, Gerard Welbrock, women's coach, Tony Hobson. Um, that was a heck of a play by Jesse Sallick, the reverse lay. But then the steal, and she got another one. She had, a, I think, scored six in a row in a little spurt you had in the second quarter where you got some big separation, and she did that. But uh, that was a, one of her better games. It was fun to watch.
2: Yeah, I'll tell you, she she will surprise you on occasion with with uh, how athletic she is mm-hmm. for for a big kid. And uh, made a great play, and uh, she gets, you know, when she goes, she she gets going, and she's uh, a very effective player, and we just we had a nice, nice run there to start second half and she was right in the middle of it. Yes, yeah,
0: 26 points in that third quarter and uh, we, we, you've done this before against other opponents, but the third seems to be the one. Sometimes it's been the second. You've had a few uh, opening quarters, but mm-hmm. man, when you get going like that, it, it, it's fun to watch. You're knocking down shots. It was kind of funny because what you're one for 11 from three up to that mm-hmm. point. Then you hit three out of four, and but it was a game changer. Galladay yep. hit a couple of back-to-back threes and got you going. They got some steals and uh, you were clicking on all Cylinders, that was really kind of the difference in the game.
2: Well, it, it was, and it, don't forget to mention that our one that we did hit the first half hit the <laughs> hit the rebound
0: step, and it hit. missed
2: so bad that it went in, uh, <laughs> but still we'll take it. Um, but yeah, it just we were getting good shots first half, just couldn't make them, and we just uh, Sydney got us going and hit a couple, and everything else goes, and we were shutting them down on the other end, and we shot a couple layups in there. Uh, had a couple steals. So yeah, those runs are, those are nice um, (laughs) because we were kind of struggling the first half. I mean, and part of that's, uh, part of that's my fault because, um, you know, they'd played no zone up to this point Mm -hmm. in 15 games. I mean, three or four possessions, just tiny, tiny amount. You don't even prepare for that. And I guess, I guess they have uh, more respect for our man offense than than, than I do, uh, because uh, they played it for about six possessions and then that was it. And they played zone the rest of the game. And I think it took us a while to kind of settle into that to that tempo and what we were looking for. And and then we uh, ironed a few things out at halftime on what we wanted to do exactly. And uh, the kids, they really executed it well, and we got good shots. And then like I said, you can run whatever you want and get whatever shots you want. If you don't make the shots, you know, what a waste. So you just have to keep doing it and keep doing it and get the best shots you can and hope, hope your kids can knock down a few of them'
0: they're an athletic team we talk about the guards of Northwest and how they play they get, Western likes to get to the basket and score but you did a relatively good job of, of, of containing them and a couple of their better scores really had to work for it and a wiser off the bench had a big day and, and yeah. sometimes that happens but I thought defensively uh, you guys did a pretty decent job
2: Well we contained their their starters real well they're uh, Cunningham both Cunningham's really mm-hmm. that, that are in the starting lineup. Uh, didn't hurts very much and then their leading their leading score uh Clark you know she had to work for everything and she got in a couple she got a couple quick fouls and uh we we like to we like to go at uh the other team's best offensive players if we can if we have the capabilities of doing that and we're we're good inside with with olivia early and then we have uh Clark was garden Randall uh, she was either going to guard Randall or Wagner, so you can go to either one of them. So you just try to try to get after them and make sure that they they have to guard somebody, so they can't just just count on and just concentrate on scoring. And it it worked well the other the other day. No
0: doubt about that. And another big game from Katie: nineteen points, eleven boards. Olivia got it 14, Whitney uh, 15, despite one of seven three-point shooting, but still very, very active in the game. So mm-hmm. kind of a typical, I mean, you look up and down, everybody contributed, a pretty good balance on the score sheet. And that's kind of been the way this team's been, really, from the, the get-go this season.
2: Well, I, I think it just helps you avoid those big slumps. Uh, if you have two kids that can score is all, and, and one of them is off, then you have one kid that can score, and then you're in trouble. <laughs> yeah. So. We we have it where it can come from several different places and and you know uh, Jaden had an off game offensively and uh, didn't really get much out of a couple kids offensively but uh, you know just go ahead and guard somebody and and play hard and somebody will somebody will score. Uh, for us, we've got enough options.
0: Jaden looked human. I mean, there's times she doesn't because she just hits everything. But uh, I don't know if I've ever seen her 0 for 7, 0 for 6 from three. Just one of those games for her, the shot didn't go. But as you said, did other things to help contribute in a win. But kind of kind of made herself look a little human out there.
2: Yeah, and they weren't bad shots. I mean, they were open open threes. The ones, a couple she missed the second half looked good, but the mm-hmm. first half, you know, didn't. Um, so she, she was just a little off. Haven't really seen her off uh, since Christmas. Uh, since she came back from her ankle injury, uh, shooting-wise, that mm-hmm. much. But uh, she'll snap out of that.
0: No doubt about that. And uh, we talked about it big week last week. And here we are, another another big week. Missouri Southern on Thursday, Pittsburgh State on Saturday. And uh, two teams that are, you know, they're, they're hanging in their Southern especially, 7-3 and three in the conference. They've won three in a row um uh playing well they i mean they're always big they block shots i mean this will be a, a big challenge for your gals on thursday night
2: well they're they're rough and their uh their guards are big except for their point guard who is a a new kid in the program mm-hmm. and she's probably their best player She's uh, playing well real dynamite little little guard reminds me a lot of what nelson did for central missouri last year uh she's their leading scorer she takes uh more shots than anybody else. She can get to the basket. Plays with a lot of energy and uh, a good a good defender too for her size. Um, well, really, size doesn't have any. It's just a good defender. Period. I don't care what size she is. Um, so yeah, they're going to be they're going to be all we can handle. I mean, they just totally they shellacked Pitt State and Washburn last week. Beat them both by twenty uh, at home. And I, you know, after we beat Washburn and Pitt, or Washburn and Emporia. Emporia. Did I say Pitt? You said Pitt, yeah. I'm sorry. Emporia. Washburn and Emporia. After we beat them that week, I felt pretty good about ourselves, yeah. and they just they just drummed them. So uh, we'll have to be uh, we'll have to be ready to go. They're. Uh, they're playing with a lot of confidence, and they'll be they'll be a challenge for us.
0: well and You ended their season in the conference tournament last year at Hayes. You know now they remember those things, and like you talked about earlier, so you're going to get their best shot uh, from them. And and then Pitt kind of was struggling a little bit early, but looks like maybe they're trying to kind of find themselves a little bit. But you know, seen Pitt State teams in the past, how capable they are. You know, you're going to get their best shot.
2: Well, they offensively they're pretty good. They shoot it well, and they will. You know, they try to outscore you. Uh, defensively, I think they're. They're average, but they do have a couple kids that can really light you up if you are not on top of things. So, again, they're they're just a game back of, of Southern. Southern's basically tied for third. Um, so we have two big games again uh, this week, and, and we have to be ready to go or, or – uh, we will not like the results.
0: It's Funny how as you get into mid January and you're having a season like you are, you get through one big week and mm-hmm. the next week seems to be just as big if not bigger. Kind of at like that point of the year every every game's going to be uh magnified and mean so much to to reach all those goals you guys set at the beginning of the year.
2: Well, if when when you're at the top with one loss uh or tied at the top or wherever we are, uh you know one one more gets you off of there. If you're if you're trying to stay in the middle of the pack, you can you know, if we can just win two out of three this week or next two out of three games or three out of four, and we can't talk like that. We need to win them all. And we talk about pressure and expectations and we've been dealing with that for, for several years. So, um, you know, that can work two ways. It either really gets your team ready, ready to go or, or it weighs them down and they start worrying about it. So, we'll see what happens but I you know I think if as long as we tend to business and are ready to play but Thursday's going to be physical yeah and we need to be ready for that challenge um no doubt we can uh we can play physical when we need to but sometimes it seems like we aren't first punchers we're counter punchers sometimes I don't like that um we we have to like ooh, boy this is a rough game now we can play rough right. you know and <laughs> I I just think sometimes we're a little tentative to start games, and I'd like to see us just a little more aggressive at the outset. It'd be good to students
0: are back. Classes start back up tomorrow. You've had good crowds, but it'd be nice to have them back and hopefully contribute to uh, to the atmosphere. Always fun when they're back in town, and sure. hopefully they'll be they'll be at the game. I'm sure there'll be a good group of them there, and that'll add to that atmosphere, which has been great.
2: Yeah. Well, we can always, you know, we can always use that end zone full of of uh, students. And I know, I think our kids like having them around mm-hmm. our players because, uh, you know, nothing nothing is better than than uh, than peer peer pressure. You know, they want to play they want to play good in front of them, and uh, because they're their friends and people they see every day. And um, it's it's kind of like the difference between maybe when your parents are in the stands and when they're not. Now, for some kids, it doesn't matter. Some it does, mm-hmm. and it's it's nice to have their their friends uh, back and and in the stands yelling for them because I think it helps them.
0: All right. Well, should be another fun week of basketball. The the lions and the gorillas coming to town, and uh, can't wait for Thursday night to get here. Coach, as always, appreciate your time, and we'll see you on Thursday. Okay. Thanks, Gerard. you go, Tony Hobson, coach of the 4-Day State Women. Again, 5.30 on Thursday, Missouri Southern, 2 o'clock on Saturday afternoon against Pittsburgh State. Tiger Talk brought to you by the Taco Shop. Dine-in, carry-out, fast delivery. Download the app for contactless delivery, or, of course, you can give them a call. You know the number, 625-7114. The Taco Shop, you've never had it so good. We'll take a break. Mark Johnson, the men's coach, will join us next. This is Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network,
3: built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction. It's finally here. The Fort Tavern and Patio Bar in downtown Hayes is now open. What is the Fort? Well, let's just say it's unlike anything in western Kansas. The entertainment is off the charts with axe throwing, duck pin bowling, virtual reality, games, food and drinks, including a 30 tap self pour beer wall. The Fort is a complete entertainment center. Kids and adults will love the experience. Now open the Fort Tavern and Patio Bar, 109 West 7th, next to Defiance Brewing in downtown Hayes.
1: Complete expert service and repair for whatever you drive. That's what you'll find in GL Tire and Automotive. Over the decades, they've kept up with all the changes, and they always give you a free estimate and answer any questions you might have before any work is done. And of course, Tires is in GNL Tires' name because they have a complete line of tires for all vehicles, situations, and budgets. GL Tire and Automotive on the bricks in downtown Hayes. Napa how. Napa how. The New Year sale is on at your local Napa Auto Parts store,
0: Gibbs Auto Supply in Hayes. Special pricing on Milwaukee Fastback Folding Utility Knife, 19 dollars Power Service Diesel Additive and Octane Boost, $8.99. Booster cables are as low as 14 dollars and receive a $20 rebate on Napa Legend batteries.
2: Plus, Seafoam products just $7.99 each. Check out the savings today at Gibbs Auto Supply in Hayes.
0: Eight to shoot. Jared puts it on the floor, trying to post up a Brayu. Four to shoot. Spins. Gets to the rim and lays it in with the left hand. Fits them with a dozen. Four-day state has scored the last ten. They're within seven. Yeah, part of a big second half comeback last Wednesday for four-day state basketball, uh, but come up short to the second-ranked team in the country, Northwest Missouri State. Welcome back to Tiger Talk. Gerard Walbrock with you. Mark Johnson, men's coach, joins us. We're live at the Golden Q here on this Monday. Glad to have you back uh, on the program. And... uh You'll be glad to get back to playing basketball one of these days. It's been a rough stretch, obviously. Um, COVID has has, has kind of reared its ugly head in college basketball. You've had two postponements. Didn't get to play Western on Saturday. You had the Lincoln game last Saturday. Um, it's got to be got to be frustrating uh, this time of the year to have so much practice time and very little game time.
4: Exactly, and you really start to worry. You know, you just kind of, your team gets in a rut and you kind of lose that uh, game. you got to have games this time of year to, to uh Keep your, you know, sharpness, I think. You know, it can only be in practice, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. especially this time of year. But, yeah, the season right now feels like it has taken a long time just because we haven't – we've missed three games. You know, we should be down to, you know, whatever, 10 games or whatever it is, uh, but, you know, we lost our minds game. And so you, I think by the time we play Southern on Thursday, we'll have only played two games in the last 17, 18 days. And, uh, as, you know, like we tell our team all the time every day, you know, you're either getting – you know you're either getting a little better or you're getting a little worse and you don't really even see it and then all of a sudden you you do that for a week or two and now you wake up and you're a lot worse than you were and and it's just it's hard to, for the guys right now to keep trying to get better every day every day every day when you're just practice 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 you know basketball is a very long season you know um so when you're only playing once a week uh, at this stage of the game, it, it becomes it becomes difficult. You know, usually in January, February, you're not worried about your team's conditioning because you play twice a week. Your main guys get that game. They have game day game. You know, it's like you look at the first couple of games a of year. You can practice for a month, month and a half solid, do all the conditioning things you can, but it, it, they got to get into it's games that get you in game shape. So now you're a little bit worried about are we losing games, you know, being able to be in in game shape. So uh, our guys will have to fight through that. And, and uh, you know, hopefully on the other end of it, you, you, you think, well, maybe we should be really excited to play because we haven't got to play many games. So hopefully this Thursday and, and we, hopefully we get to play Thursday and Saturday <laughs> uh, the guys will be excited to play and, and really playing at a high level.
0: Yeah. I got to cross your fingers. Cause I was, it was late notification uh, Friday morning that you wouldn't be playing on, on Saturday. Uh, the, the one game you played Northwest Missouri state, we talked about on the show last week, big time challenge. And, and, and I think you maybe even mentioned when you play them. You, you, you have to play well for an entire game. Two solid halves. And, and the first half uh, obviously wasn't as good as that second half. And when you look at the end of the day, that was kind of the difference. They're just too good to do that against.
4: Yeah, you know, you, you know you, we have to be playing well to win that game. And, uh, you know, you look at uh, some of these games, you know, our three, whatever, your main guys have all got to be clicking to win. You know, you go back to that Emporia game, who I think is really good, you know, we had all three all three of our main guys playing well, making shots uh, in, in that second half overtime, and, and you win the game. Um, you know, you come back to Northwest. Really, Nyge played extremely well, um, but we didn't have our other guys play at that level. And you got to have you you know you're going to beat good teams. Your main guys have really got to play at a high level to do that. And we just you know weren't able to do that. And um, that that was the, not being it once again. We probably didn't guard, kind of like Central Oklahoma. We didn't guard to the level we'd like to. It's just Still, at the end of the day, I think we held them 11 points under their average. We still – they gave we gave up 50%, which is way too high, but they averaged 58%. Yeah. And I think with um, five minutes to go, we actually had them down to 45%. You know, they got a lot of stuff late. So, we guarded – Close enough, but offensively just not nearly good enough to beat him.
0: Well, you know, Hudgens has three at halftime, and then you look up; he just kind of had a stretch there. He took over and finishes with um, 19 points in the ball game, and you get him on a one of ten shooting day. I mean, you'd hope you could take a little bit better advantage of that because. That doesn't happen very often.
4: Yeah, yeah, no, we did a good job on him and guarded him, and you would, you know, um, yeah. I mean, you look at the why they're good. The Abreu kid. I mean, I think he was twenty eight percent from three on the year, and he he, uh, you know, makes three and had a deadly one in the second, right at the yeah. end of the buzzer. We played to kind of that year last stand. I think we had it at eight or something, and uh, played great defense, and he hits a three uh, at the end of the shot clock, up eleven, and that was kind of the end of the game right there. So, but that's what good teams do, and. And uh, guys step up when uh, other guys don't play well, and uh, you know, it's just tough. You know, we've we, we come we got a big week. This week is the b- biggest week of the season for us, and the fact we have two home games, rescheduling Western, we're going to be four straight on the road. You know, we've already we've lost two home games in conference, and you can't afford to lose any more. And I will say, the two teams we lost to. I think are both national championship contenders. Yeah. I mean, central Oklahoma can win it all if the things go right for them in the postseason, And obviously Northwest can too. So it's not like we, we've, our two games at home have, have been upsets and, or, you know, things that, you know, terrible losses. But uh, if you're going to be there at the end, we, we got to win the rest of these home games. I think we have six left too. So this, this week is, is really big for our team.
0: But you have to like the fight. You were down 17, uh, about you know, 16 and a half to go. And, you kind of teeter on this, could get really ugly. But your guys hold them scoreless for over seven minutes, and, and you got it to four. But you see that so many times, you expend so much energy. And Northwest is so good offensively, they get those seven quick points, and all of a sudden, four is 11, and, and it just yeah, could, yeah. Could back. We
4: came back, we had it right there, gave ourselves an opportunity, and then they just you know, uh, got it. You know, it ended pretty quickly. They did a good job <laughs> yeah. of uh, you know, scoring. Executing and then we couldn't, uh, we didn't score very well. And uh, I mean, I think the bright light of the game a little bit was you, you felt like uh, Elijah showed a little bit. What he had a good second half. Uh, yeah, I think he figured f- finished in double figures and in that. So at least you know showed that maybe he's turning the corner. That's why I felt like it was. It would really have been nice to play the next game just because <laughs> he he finally got a little momentum going and now you, you shut down again for a week and don't play. So uh, maybe he hopefully he's turning the corner a little bit. I uh, really think maybe Caleb and uh, Jared needed a, a little break. Maybe, you know, we took the weekend off and just tried to re, re, recharge here and uh, because, you know, we got to have those guys playing well. And you look, since we come back from – I mean, first semester, Caleb was playing arguably at a first-team all-conference level, playing tremendous – has – really struggled since we've been back from Christmas and, and hopefully maybe getting a reset button will go. And And Jared, uh, you know, uh, hopefully, you know, Jared right now just shooting the ball. He's not shooting. He's just fighting himself a little bit. Uh, you know, I think last year, I was, you know, I think he averaged like one point seven, made threes a game, something like that. I think right now it's like point six. So I think he's only had one game where he's made two threes in a game. So. Uh, hopefully we can get a reset button and, and get those guys off and running again.
0: Well, the Tigers have been mentioned a big week. Missouri Southern comes to town, the Pittsburgh State. We'll take a little preview when we return. Tiger Talk brought to you by Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Ellis, here to make every story shine brighter. It's the way they do banking, one story at a time. You can check them out at goldenbeltbank.com. Dot com. We will take another break. Our final break, be back with more with Florida State men's basketball coach Mark Johnson here on Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network built by Paul Wurtenberger Construction.
3: It's finally here. The Four Tavern and Patio Bar in downtown Hayes is now open. What is the Fort? Well, let's just say it's unlike anything in western Kansas. The entertainment is off the charts with axe throwing, duck pin bowling, virtual reality, games, food, and drinks, including a 30-tap self-pour beer wall. The Fort is a complete entertainment center. Kids and adults will love the experience. Now open the Fort Tavern at Patio Bar, 109 West 7th, next to Defiance Brewing in downtown Hayes.
1: value and integrity in your construction solutions you know when it comes to a new year not everything has to change the taco shop has been serving you great food for decades on special for the first month of 2022 beef and bean burrito 289 beef enchilada 289 cheese enchilada 289 and the sancho you guessed it 289 from the taco shop 333 west 8th street come on down to the taco shop
0: Rock back up top to Nanabu. He'll attack. flash down the lane. He gets fouled. He played. And it's fouled. Oh, my. Hanging in the air with his back to the rim. He just flipped it over his shoulder. And it's good. And we've got a five-point game. Yeah, I was uh, part of that comeback. I think Elijah hit the free throw to cap off a three-point play. Quite a remarkable shot. And hopefully the, uh, the start is some good things from him. And I know we've talked about him. It's difficult. He, you get that early season injury and that scrimmage and it's just your, your preseason is out of whack and, and easy to forget. He has never played college basketball until this season. And it just felt like it's just taken him a while to get things going. And maybe that, that is the, the spark plug for him because you see glimpses of what you guys are excited about.
4: Yeah. You know, that, uh, that's his type of game. You know, look, at some of these games, we play Rogers and all that. I mean, he's a physical guy. And when the game is getting physical, um, some of our other guys are more finesse guys and struggle. You look at him, Northwest. You know they're going to take away the three and they force you to get to the rim. And and he, you see, uh, he's she's strong at the rim and able to finish. I think the big thing right now, even he got an open three and didn't come. You know that's the thing. Hey, I, you know he's not a necessarily a knockdown shooter. I you know, but you know I, I feel like he's somewhere around a uh, 32%. He shoots it well enough to keep you honest and. Get you to the rim, but right now I think he's at seven, you know percent. I <laughs> yeah. mean he's really struggling, uh, like a few of our guys uh, from three. You know what I mean? And and uh, he's a better shooter than that. And he, and and I think you know when this is your first time playing, and he, you know he he's fighting it too. Same thing. There's not a whole lot of confidence uh, up there shooting the perimeter jump shots. But I think he's a, he like I said he's a physical physical guy that can get to the rim, and he's a tough guy. I mean he's going to give you a, you know. Uh, a little bit of an edge and a little bit of toughness out on the
0: court. Yeah, two for 17 from three right now. All right, Missouri Southern, Pittsburgh State this weekend, Thursday night, the, the Lions, no Cam Martin. Uh, that's good, and they've been kind of up and down, but yet well, when they play well, they're, they're really good. They've had a lot of close wins. Um, uh, just uh, what to expect on Thursday night with the Missouri Southern. You know, both
4: these teams are very similar in the fact – Big and athletic. I mean, these teams are as athletic, both of them, as anybody we play in the league. They have a lot of size. Both of them have had the injury bug. You know, even Southern, and I saw, you know, R.J. Smith was in uniform but didn't play. You know, before he got hurt, he was their best player. He's averaging 20 and 9. And so that's been a big part of, of So if he's back, that'll change the I mentioned. Then you look at Pitt State on Saturday, same thing. They've had... Uh, and all-conference big, and Bobby Arthur Williams, he's finally come back, played four games, I think, and then their point guard just cannot get hell. He's had COVID, I've heard. I've heard he's had flu. He's had an injury. Um, but they've only played two games at full strength, and those two games, they beat Missouri Western at Missouri Western pretty easily, and at Northwest was a two-point yeah. game at halftime. So both these teams, like a lot of teams in our league, have just seemed to have a lot of guys out for whatever injuries, sickness, whatever it is, but – uh, both these teams, when they're full go, are probably two of the more athletic, more talented teams, so we'll be tested for sure.
0: No doubt, and you kind of touched on the importance. Two games at home. Um, uh, you, you're still hanging around, but you got to start bringing some wins together here to, to still be hanging around when you get to mid-February. No doubt. I mean, this is the big, biggest week
4: uh, we've had all season so far is these two home games for sure. All
0: right. Sounds good. Mark, we appreciate it. We'll see you on Thursday night. All right. Thanks, Trent. That's Mark Johnson, coach of the Tigers, and uh, that's going to wrap it up. Again, Tiger Talk here at the Golden Q. Hope to see you at the Coliseum on Thursday, 537-30. Missouri Southern comes to town. Then Saturday, 2 and 4 o'clock, it's the Pittsburgh State Tiger Talk presented again today by Golden Bell Bank of Hayes and Ellis, Adams Brown, The Taco Shop, BTI, The Hayes Orthopedic Institute, and G&L Tire and Automotive. Of course, brought to you here at the Golden Q, just two blocks east of campus. The Golden Q, if the game's on, they're open. That'll wrap it up for women's coach Tony Hobson, men's coach Mark Johnson. This is Gerard Welbrock. So long, everyone.